I said to him, oh, I didn't realize you lived out here. And he's like, yeah, I'm just straight across the road. I just basically trundled over here. I'm a couple of minutes away. And I said, oh, what are you buying? And he said, he looked a bit embarrassed for a second. He said, I've, come, I've gone on a chocolate run. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, oh, that's cool. You know, I'm, I'm not going to hold that against you. I'd had chocolate run, yeah. The reason I'm on a die is because I had six years of chocolate runs. <laughs> I get it. I would have no idea how to do that. I remember you guys after we recorded originally. Oh, no. Just no, looking no. at the photos, I was taking, like, give us the phone, dickhead. Yeah. Because <laughs> these are horrendous. Yeah. Yeah, you it's, – it's a weird thing. Well, I shouldn't say it's a weird thing with guys, but you're all so lovely sometimes that you take a photo and you just don't screen it. Like, you just mm. – you see it as – the person that you see in front of you every day, not the actual snapshot. And I think that's what we're going for <laughs> is, oh, that looks exactly like those two. Or if I took a photo of you, that looks exactly like Mel. That yeah. must be what she was. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, no. Nah, now nah. I know about the good side and the bad side. I've had, I've had a thing recently where a photo got used of mine. I looked at it and I was like, oh, this is the worst photo in the world. It's the worst photo in the world. And I like went message the person because it was for a social media post and I was like why have you used that we discussed that like I hate it like I hate it I look like so this 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 and this and he's like oh I'm so sorry like I thought you looked nice I was like I do not look nice (laughs) (laughs) so you knew that may happen at the time and you put this shutdown on that photo we discussed photos and Again, it's perception versus, and I'd said, oh, look at the this one here, and he'd seen a whole rung of photos and just picked a random one rather than the one that I'd said. And I was like, I we discussed this. I said no to this, 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 and this. <laughs> and he just he was very apologetic, and I just said, look, it's terrible. He's like, oh, I thought you looked nice. I was like, I don't. <laughs> I think it comes down to a little bit of sometimes when a guy or a person in general takes a photo, depending on how you look at the world, yeah. and neither way is good or bad here, but you can look at the situation only yeah, or the meaning of what you're posting. Like I remember because I'm on this weight loss journey and a couple of months ago I made a two kilogram improvement because I'd been stuck on a plateau yeah. for a little while and I posted a picture and a couple of females yeah. and also one guy, all they could focus on was I hadn't trimmed one of my big toenails in this photo. So, I yeah. ended up recropping it and getting rid of that because yeah. I didn't- All I cared about was and in my brain yeah. was I'm sharing this, A, because I committed to doing that yeah. for Tyson yeah. at Welcome to Weight Loss, but also because a lot of people in my world have been following my little journey and they've yeah. said they're proud of me or whatever or it's giving them inspiration. But I didn't think for a second there was any context outside of the number that was on that picture. Yeah. And I got defensive to start with because to me I was like, how could you think that that is more important than the point I was trying to make? Yeah. But if you're a truly visual person, Mm -hmm. of course that's the first thing you saw because it's the thing that's most out of place. Yeah. I tend to look at (laughs) – if I've been sent inappropriate pictures, right – I've taken a read on the whole room. Like I look at everything apart from the deliberate thing that they've sent me. Yeah. Like if that makes sense. So, and this is just in general. It doesn't even have to be inappropriate. But if someone like sends me a photo of their face, 
I've analysed the whole room and what's around it, yep. not the face. Yeah, like right. That's, that's how I operate things. And I get a much better read sometimes on the person by looking at the background than what they're deliberately trying to show you. Yeah. And looking at it, when I looked back at that picture, I know I don't really want to talk about a picture of my toenail too much, but it was, <laughs> it was obvious to me when I really thought about it that, oh, if you're posting something about self-discipline, yeah, but you haven't actually either cut your toenail, which I should have because it's bad for your feet, but also not taking the time to look at the full representation of what you're about the to detail. put in the world, it can actually detract from the fact you're saying if you stick with something, yeah, it'll work. Yeah. <laughs> about the details, guys, which is why we're such nice flannies all the time. Yeah, it's all about the details. <laughs> it's all about the details. You're surrounded by flanny right at the moment. I know, I know. It's great. How long do you think it took, and this is, I'm sure, something that a lot of people, particularly if they're content creators or they're in a band or whatever, if they're listening to us, how long do you think it took for you to be okay with unsolicited photos going up and or are you even okay with it? No, oh, I don't love it. and But I'm aware that if you're like in public, then people can take photos and do whatever. What I don't like is if it's someone that you're sharing like a platform with or whatever and they're doing it for promotional purposes and they haven't necessarily – got your go-ahead of it. Yeah. And that was where this scenario came from. Yeah. And then just, again, like you're saying, not thinking of the whole big picture. So in this context, it had a question around it and like it had me with my terrible photo that probably if other people looked at it, wouldn't think it was so bad. But I know that there's way better photos than that. Yeah. But it was even the wording of a question around it. And I was like, this is just going to solicit creepiness. Like you need to <laughs> word things better. And as soon as it was drawn to his attention, he was like, oh, yeah, yep, on the back of the fact that we had someone message something slightly inappropriate to the page and this probably isn't the best way to, yeah. <laughs> to go about it. So it's just looking at the bigger picture of things like you were just saying rather than just individual parts. And that's how I didn't get like diagnosed with my kidney failure. <laughs> Basically, okay. is because that's people, a tangent. I'm interested. Well, no, well, people weren't looking at the big, like the specialists weren't looking at the bigger picture. They were looking at their own individual paths and just at them rather than everything holistically together, which can be so important. Yep. So, if you're a doctor or if you're a social media influencer, please look at the whole big picture, not just the individual paths. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> I like that there was a takeaway today. People oh, don't normally get takeaways. Take, there you go, takeaway. There you go. Now, I'll tell you what a takeaway. We've been talking a lot about past guests yep. of late. Yep. It's basically that's how we make friends. It's basically it, isn't uh, the it? The only new people in my life in the last couple of years besides you <laughs> who was a guest, actually. I yep. can't actually name anyone. Other than people from work that I've yeah, met yeah. Yeah, that aren't enough. from the show. So, you ha there was a bit of an incident involving a past guest <laughs> that made sure that you messaged me but wouldn't tell me the story. So, can you tell everyone and me all together, please? <laughs> I will. And the reason I haven't told you this is because I'm not sure I can recapture just how strange this five minutes was, but okay. I'm going to try. Okay. 
So, I was at the supermarket in Thaguna, yep. which is not my normal supermarket, but I went there to buy a specific thing that I know that they generally always have. Oh, this is another annoying tangent, but anyway, keep going. <laughs> and I was standing facing this particular fridge mm-hmm. and I had my AirPods in noise cancelling and I heard this little whisper, Josh, Josh, and I'm like, am I imagining that? And I'm just going to ignore that for a second because I'm not sure what's going on here. And then it got louder and I could see like a shadow on my shoulder and I turned around and it was Toby Mobs. Oh, the man himself. Putting out lots of music at the moment, uh, Toby yeah. Mobs. And I'm like, hey, man, he's like, I didn't realise she lived in Thaguna. And he knows because he was actually there at the start of this health journey yeah. that I should have been probably buying healthy stuff. And yeah. predominantly I was, thankfully. And I said to him, oh, I didn't realise you lived out here. And he's like, yeah, I'm just straight across the road. I just basically trundled over here. I'm a couple of minutes away. And I said, oh, what are you buying? And he said, he looked a bit embarrassed for a second. He said, I've, come, I've gone on a chocolate run. <laughs> <laughs> so. Like, oh, that's cool. You know, I'm not going to hold that against you. I had chocolate run, yeah. The reason I'm on a die is because I had six years of chocolate runs. <laughs> I get it. And him and I have had this weird thing where I think we're, we could be really good mates. Yeah. Because I think we're pretty similar, but we're also incredibly shy. The fact we'd even bumped into another human we knew yeah. took about 30 seconds to get over. To register. So we ended up having this semi awkward conversation walking around the supermarket. And then at one point he said, am I stalking you? <laughs> I don't think so, because we're talking. <laughs> I'm pretty sure now there's a conversation, you've moved beyond stalker. He's like, oh, it still feels a bit weird. <laughs> so we get to the checkout and I go through before him. And if you know someone and you're together, you don't just walk off no. after you check out. And he was still like murmuring about, oh, this is really a bit stalkerish. This whole thing, I'm still following you. So he checked out and we went to walk out the door and by this point we were laughing about how awkward this whole thing was. Too awkward and, uh, Yeah, and he, two awkward people with weird brains in this weird situation. And he goes to me, oh, where are you parked? Because he was basically, I think he was going to walk, walk towards my car then veer off to his car was yeah. what I assumed the plan was. I said, I'm just over there. And then he said, which car is it? <laughs> Like, I'm, not, I'm not fucking telling you that now. He's like, oh, gosh, was that stalkerish? I, I think I'm very well rehearsed at how to be perceived as not socially awkward. But if I'm not in my environment where I've got a role to do, mm. I'm very socially awkward. You reckon? Yeah. (laughs) Can we just put that in perspective for people? I think, go off what you've just said, that you struggle to not have a job and just enjoy a thing. Exactly right. Like you can't just be there as a spectator of a thing and and get as much out of it as you would if you were involved in making it happen. I'm going to share like, so I'm very good at reading lots of people and other people's situations and I get a lot of people come up to me and- ask me for advice and I I think because I'm directing it back at them, I'm like, yep, cool. I want to share like there's a few incidents that have been brought to my attention lately, which is just so prevalently me (laughs) that when 
because I don't think, unless you know me, know me, you wouldn't think maybe that I'm so socially awkward and anxious. And the first one was I was talking to this guy, right? And we were recapping for anyone at home that's listening or wherever you're listening. I'm a runner, basically. I run away from anyone that's showing me any perceived attention. <laughs> like, that's just a see ya. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Pretty much. I'd been chatting to this guy for quite quite a long time. I got along with him really well. And he's actually part of a Tinder file case. Remember when I was doing videos of, like, people I was going to meet on yeah. Tinder? Anyway, I actually quite liked this one and I was thinking, oh, we get along really well, like da 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 like this and met up with him and had, and I did my usual things of, you know, giving every hurdle possible for him to do a runner yep. and before me. Like, it was like, oh, I forgot the clothes, so I had to wear my jeans, shorts and my active wear. Like, everything that I did was giving him an opportunity to just bail, basically. Yeah. Anyway, we got along really well, <laughs> which was nice. Yeah. And I was sort of, I think, a little bit, like, shocked that we were getting along so well. And then we we left and we had, like, this moment that was amazing. And he was like, oh, do you want to come back up to, to my unit? Now, in my head, I'd had this plan. I was like, I'm going to just meet him. Going back to my aunties and I'm going back to Melbourne. I mean, back to Albury. Like that's that's what's happening. I'll be doing yoga in the morning and da da da. I was like, ah. Oh. And I thought, okay. And by the time I'd got to his place with him, like it was like two blocks away, I'd mentally just switched back out into like, what are you doing? This isn't your plan. Like all this, like I'd had like 20 different conversations. Yeah. You know, you can't do this. You work with lots of men. Like you don't be just getting around and just having liaisons with people that you've just met. Like this yeah. is ridiculous. You really like this guy. Like I'd had like 20 different conversations. Yeah. Anyway, he, he started kissing me again and I was like, fine, whatever. And then anyway, I just was like, okay. I'm going now. See ya. <laughs> anyway, I've talked to him and I messaged him on the way home. Thanks so much for a nice night. Like, this is my brain going, thanks. Like, yeah. da da da. And he sort of just dropped off the radar. And I was like, that's weird. What? Well, that was uh, in my brain. I'm like, that was the right decision, Mel. Like, if he's acting like this, <laughs> you've made the right decision. Anyway, so. No culpability. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> year or so later, we're chatting again and. We've chatted a lot since, and he's just like, that was the most weirdest, like, thing. He goes, I thought you must have had a boyfriend. I couldn't work out what was going on. He goes, I never invite anyone back to my place. We got along so well. Like, I can't – we had this amazing moment, like, out in the street. Like, I couldn't work it out like this. And I said, oh, da-da-da. And I gave him all the context, and he said, oh, okay, that sort of makes sense. But I thought you must have been cheating on someone the way you left. (laughs) And I said – what did I do? And he said, basically, we were kissing. She away, said, see ya, gave me a hug and then shook my hand. And, <laughs> 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 and I was like, oh, really? And he goes, <laughs> and he goes, yep. And I said, yeah, do you know what? Now that you brought that up, that sounds exactly like me. It does. <laughs> Just before you tell me your second thing, 
I remember the first time that you and I hung out after I met you when you were dancing around in a circle around St. Ives at the time. It was the middle of winter and I was going back into my then job. Yeah. And I don't know what you thought was happening, but in my world, like the end of a lot of those conversations is a very respectful hug. Yeah. And I'd, I'd, I'd done none of the let's meet up for coffee, let's do this. I got hammered with questions for an hour that I wasn't expecting. I interrogated him on why why he would even yeah. want me on the podcast. That's right. Like it was, I had to prove something to you, <laughs> which was hilarious. But about five minutes after this one second goodbye hug, where you look like, like it was fine at the time, but obviously your brain went into, oh, what signal was that? Was that the wrong signal? Was that a date? Like what just happened there? So then I got this diatribe message about the what the hug meant, what it didn't mean, what it shouldn't be seen as. <laughs> like don't read that the wrong way. I'm like I'm pretty sure I knew what was going on. I mean I hug my male friends exactly the same way when we say goodbye. I get so bothered about being misinterpreted. That was what it was. I, I mean I came to know that about you that how people see your actions. You are a little obsessive about it being the correct. Yeah. Interpretation. Yeah. But yeah, I should have just known at the time that it's often this is not, a character. It's, it's often not interpreted the No, right I can imagine way, why. Like, I mean, I get it now. I I'm can like, have a conversation with someone and that I have at an ATM, and then all of a sudden, like, it's like I've just opened the door to a long form relationship. <laughs> I don't understand. Like, and then the opposite happens where you're just like, what are you talking about? Like, that was nothing. Yeah. And it just, it's such a flip switch. And it depends on what the person's had, I suppose, in the past. Oh, and it? I'm sure like, that sometimes when there's awkwardness or a weird moment like that, when a guy gets defensive and said, oh, that was nothing, it's not nothing. So, I get that there's probably more context, but it was a moment of, that was weird. <laughs> But in retrospect, I get it. <laughs> it's so I just I am I'm very good at I would say I'm a reverse bully. So if okay, if I'm there's interested. some if there's someone that's like I think looks socially awkward and left out, like I will gravitate towards them and try and make them feel yep. better. Yeah. So if it's someone that doesn't need that, then I'm not quite sure what. Again, it's about having a role. Yeah. But the handshakey thing. It's it's my go-to with everything. Like, I've realised I always shake people's hand mm. when I meet them or whatever. And I remember having this train trip back from work one time when I was working in Sydney. And I was talking to this lovely guy. We were just getting along like a house on fire, talking about where I grew up and what he was up to. He was a solicitor, like, yep. very well-to-do and everything. Accomplished. Accomplished. He was telling me what he was up to and what they were doing tonight and all this stuff. And I was just like, da, 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 like chat, chat, chat. Anyway, he got off the same station as me and he stood there in front of me. And he just, it was like, oh, I just had a really nice time chatting with you tonight, da, 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 like this, and just said all this stuff. And I said, yep, me too. And I shook his hand and <laughs> off I. <laughs> Until I walked like about 50 metres away, I was like, oh, okay, that's what's just happened. And you've just literally just – because I now can replay the look on his face of when I shook his hand (laughs) and just the look of like – 
bewildered, shocked, and just not knowing. Or like someone's just slapped you in the face, but you're not expecting it, and you don't really know what to yeah. to make of. <laughs> it's a pretty much a polite slap in the face. Well, it wasn't deliberate at all. It was just it's just my usual go to, and yeah. I've just walked off. And yeah, it was like I was further down going. Oh, okay. I think that that's that's what was happening. That's how all awkward conversations and moments finish if you grow up in a farming community, though. Maybe. In my opinion, like when people like each other, they yeah. shake. If they've just had a confrontation and they get over it, Shaking they, they shake. If there's something awkward happening and they're like, oh, well, that was weird, there's a shake. <laughs> yeah. I, I often will comment on the strength of a man's handshake. <laughs> Hopefully they're not giving you too much. I like good firm handshake. I like it. Some be- and then I'll go into analytics. Or some people have this like floppy fish scenario. Yeah. Don't be like under under squeezing my hand just because you think I'm a girl. Like, yeah. it's, <laughs> it's funny. I know it's a complete tangent, but I met one of my niece's partners and they've been together a long time now. Yeah. And he's an average sized person. Yeah. And he probably has, for someone that size, the strongest grip of anyone I ever met. Yeah, okay. To the point where my brother, who is a giant and a super strong human, warned me about it. Oh, really? He said, when you meet Ramon, shake his hand hard or he will crush your head. <laughs> I was like, all right. That's too much, Ramon. Yeah. That's just, just too back much. Off, Ramon. Yeah, like- but the thing is, he's got a very powerful hand, but also kind of small, so you can't Got you, get your you hand. He, he basically is like half the size of your hand, but then squashes it like a trap. <laughs> like a trap hand. Yeah. Ramon, if you want to be known for something, it's probably not a trap hand. No. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, you're not chef for Ramon and his trap hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you like us, like I like us. Get on to punchingsideways.com, give us a bit of a likesy, have a bit of an exploration around and maybe buy us a coffee. Can we finish up with your second incident? Did you say you had another incident? Oh, just, I'm completely socially awkward when it comes to any, like, I think the perception is that I like attention. Okay. I think that is- That's not out of bounds. You do host a lot of events and- The perception is I love attention. Like, I love it. Love it, love it. But the reality is it makes me highly anxious inside and I don't mind it if it's as a byproduct of a something I have to do. Yep. But if it's directed at me, like if you were to say, Mel, we're having a party for you, I just would could not cope. Any compliments <laughs> or anything like that that's directed at me and we know how terrible I am with compliments yeah, is I'd- just like I will deflect – Redirect, like... You're a redirect master. I was looking back through our... Because I've just moved our show to a different media host. Yeah. Because the one we're on is closing down. And I've already got this other account. I'm like, oh, I'm paying for that. I may as well move it there. Yeah. And so, hopefully, if you're hearing this, that all worked well. And I was looking back and I had to rejig some episodes to make it that our first episodes on the feed that people can see are our, our first interview, which was about 60 episodes in in the end. Yeah. And I was finagling these things and moving things around and renumbering them. And the first episodes, Mel Naismith chats something, 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 and not taking compliments well. <laughs> I'm like, 
that's how our relationship that's, and, how, we and, that's how our friendship started. That's how we bonded. Yeah. And our lack of I've do you think that you've got better at getting compliments? Yes. Yeah, I have because too. I now that I'm doing comedy, I've noticed that it's not like being in a band yeah. where everyone gushes over it yeah. because they're hyper and they're full of adrenaline and whatever else. If yeah. you're in a rock band, sometimes the energy of the night can overcome someone's impression of you. Yeah, okay. Oh, you guys went off or you broke because I used to break guitars and do wild shit back in the day. Yeah. That would be what would get them hyped. Yeah, okay. So, I was always a bit dismissive of that to the point where I remember Dan and Rudy, my two best friends in music world, both said, do you realise that you take people's experiences away from them when you act like that to me i was acting realistically yeah like fucking calm down yeah that was, you didn't fun. just see queen play we will rock you it was us playing in a pub and i broke a guitar that cost 200 bucks <laughs> he's like yeah but you're they're giving you a compliment it's for them yeah it's not for you it's yeah. for them to share their excitement yeah and you know that's their way of doing it and you're making them feel shit so now i'm making much more of a conscious effort like, I got a, at least one compliment after each gig in Melbourne at the festival. And once again, we've talked about backhanded compliments. Yeah. But two of them were this verbatim. You were pretty funny for an opener. <laughs> like, <laughs> one of the ladies, and she could tell it kind of caught me off guard. There was this weird pause. And she said, oh, most people that do what you just did suck. Yeah, okay. And she said, you did really well. You just walked on there cold. Nothing happened before you. And you just yeah. started trying to be funny. Yeah. But- I've realized that even just saying just a thank you, I'm working really hard. Yeah. Or thanks, that means a lot to me. That is, that whole interaction is better for everybody. Yeah. Because people aren't always giving you a compliment for you. It's for them to share their excitement about how they're feeling. And that's just the, the channel to do it. So it, it can, it's a 50 50 thing. So you can't just act like, oh, you're stupid. Don't give me a compliment. That sucked. That, that was music me. Yeah, okay. Definitely. Like, I oh, get over it. That wasn't that great. I, f- I fucked up three notes in the third song or yeah, whatever right. else. I'd always focus on the negative. Do you think that's because in music you were further along than what you are in comedy? Well, I was much more aware of maybe where they were wrong. Yeah. But comedy is much – I think it's far more subjective to people than yeah. music. Like, when someone finds something funny, that's they can't control that reaction. They either did or they didn't. Whereas in music, you'd be like, oh – you're saying we're this, but clearly we're not that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I think- um, I treated music more like math. As opposed to unsolicited dick pics, unsolicited compliments- <laughs> Compliment are, pics. <laughs> are accepted because there's no other- I was about other- to call them click pics, but that wouldn't have been <laughs> any good. Okay. Uh, if they're just out of nowhere from no one, that someone that you don't know, then I can- take much more merit from that mm. because it's been an effort to do it. It's not necessary. Like I'm not going to seek their feedback at all. So I take that way more to heart than if you were going, oh, you killed that because I'm like, you're my friend. That's your job, yeah, like, basically. I see my job as your friend to if I truly care about you, which I do, and your success – that lying to you about that would be the worst thing I could possibly do. True, but you know So, if, when you haven't done something as well as what I would expect, okay. I wouldn't say anything. Would you? Oh, God. Now I wouldn't I'm even gonna, bring it up because be you're, self, your- you're self-aware enough to know that maybe something wasn't your best. True. Oh, so, I'm- I try to co- focus on because I think that you naturally 
and I, it's probably just a reflection of how I see things is you focus 100% on the, the small element of a thing that wasn't good yeah. and you can very easily miss all the parts of something that were good. Yes, like, I can do You that. did such a great job at the Becoming Bulldogs launch, which we won't go into. People can check that out online. I'll put a link in this just so they can check out where that's at as far as the, the documentary. You did a great job and then I, I told you that and then you started – writing back one moment of one part of your speech that you didn't think was up to scratch. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, but the rest of it, including basically half organising part of it on the fly, that that part you did great at. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think it's just, like you said, it's knowing where you could have improved and sometimes you have to actually put a filter on and go, no one knows what you could have done better because they're not in your head. Yeah. One thing I Thank probably God. should be it's more very mindful lucky of. for people. And this is for anyone out there that's doing anything either in public or creatively. If you want the people around you to critique you more and you're open to it, you do need to tell them that. Because yeah. now I know from that experience, from becoming Bulldogs, that you don't need one of your friends pumping you up about how great you did. <laughs> like, because no. I don't think that's the type of feedback you're looking for. No. Yeah, not that I'm going to reinforce. No, I was going to say, I don't mind going, oh, yeah, that that was pretty good. Like, that's nice. But then don't – I think it's more a don't act like it was perfect okay. if, I'm, if so, my brain is already three steps ahead knowing what I could have yeah, done better. So you don't have to be hyperbolic about it. No. Yeah. Like, I still want to know that it was, you know, people thought it was okay. Yeah. But I'm also – so far already in the analytics that, you know, if you give me a false compliment, I'll know that you're – same with your, what you're saying like with music, but sometimes yep. people don't have the skill to have been able to analyse that you maybe did something wrong. It's like what I say to rappers, right? When rappers are first starting out and they stop themselves all the time and go, oh, I fucked that up. Oh, sorry, I shouldn't have sworn. Yep. I stuffed that up. I stuffed that up. I'm like – don't stop. Nobody knows except for you. Yeah. Just keep going. Yeah. You can know that after, but just keep going because every time you tell someone that you stuffed up, that's just highlighting that. Now, as I'm saying that, I'm realizing that's exactly what I do. Yeah. <laughs> but in the moment that I'm orchestrating something, I definitely don't stop. It's post that that I've gone through and gone, oh, bugger. Yeah. <laughs> It's very hard not to focus on those yeah. negative moments. Yeah. That's how you improve too, though. Yeah. Just knowing what you could have done better. Yeah, exactly. Well, there is something that people can do better because I'm calling them out on it. And that's to give us a review on yeah. Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Google so you, review. it doesn't have to be five star reviews if you don't think we're worth that. But it'd be lovely <laughs> if you wanted to give us one, a positive one. If you want to tell us how much we suck, you can probably do that privately. <laughs> yeah, just, that's a DM situation. That's a DM girl. situation. Yeah, but if you wanted to, that's one of the things that – it doesn't necessarily help the algorithm, but it helps us know that you guys think we're doing a good job and we can share some of those comments if you're okay with that. Yeah. Righto? Yeah, do that. Okay, punchingsideways.com. Thanks, Mel. Laters. Bye-bye.